Hey everyone, if you're like me, you haven't done any Christmas shopping yet, and time's just about run out. Uh, you done goofed. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, you can go to tcgt.com slash Amazon, and there's still time for uh, you to get Christmas stuff on there, uh, as long as you get probably like a one or two day shipping, same day shipping, in, in, available in some metropolitan areas. Or maybe you're not even planning on seeing these some of these people till after the holidays. Yeah. You could just tell them you bought it before Christmas. They won't know. Yeah. Yeah, your secret's safe with us. Yeah. Whatever, if you go to tcgte.com slash Amazon, it brings you to the same Amazon that you know and love. Mm -hmm. You pay the same price that you would normally pay for all the doodads and trinkets that you're going to buy for your your loved ones. But uh, your old buddies, Tim and Tom, get a little bit of a cut. We sure would appreciate it. Buy buy something nice for your mistress. Nobody will know. Yeah. tcgte.com slash Amazon. Do it today. Hello and welcome to Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I am Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, Mm -hmm. I am excited for Christmas. How many sleeps until Christmas, Tom? Uh, How many sleeps? Today is the 17th. No, 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 no. Pretend that it's not the 17th. I would like that. Sunday when the episode's dropped. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Four sleeps. I only have to go to bed four more times. Four and then more times. Santa Claus graces my chimney with his presence. Uh, less if you sleep for more than twenty four hours in a go, which you, you do sometimes. Wait, what do you mean? Like if you're if you slept for twenty four hours and it'd be only uh, like three. Oh, more that's sleeps. true. Yeah, a depressed person. Yeah, or you holidays just... must come very quickly. <laughs> yep, yeah. that's why they say the holidays are the easiest time of the year. Yeah. For depressed people, because they come even quicker. How are you this week, Tom? Uh, I'm pretty good, Tim. Tim, I'm dealing with uh, uh, some back trouble. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, are you a chiropractor person? No. Not, are you a chiropractor? <laughs> Do you, are you a yes, person? Yes, I, I am a chiropractor, but no, I don't go to see chiropractors. No, why Because I know how the sausage is made. And, yeah. Ugh. You know it's all a big scam. Um, It is a big scam, right? No, or at least it's, it's not. a scam to get you to keep coming back. Is that a pun? Is no, that a no, spine no. pun? <laughs> no, a spine tingling pun. Uh, no, just anytime I've been to a chiropractor, they've helped me, and then they're like, "All right, well, now you just have to come here every day for the next, you know, three years." And I'm like, "No, I'm fine now. You fix me up." Do they actually say that you have to come there every day? No, or do they, they want... say once a month or once a week? Once a week. Yeah, but Tom, do you not go there and feel so great when you leave? Yeah. There? So don't. Mess with it. Don't mess with a good thing. No, they do it again. They no, they, they, it's diminishing returns after that first time. I don't think that's true. My, I went to a chiropractor who turned out to be a blatant <laughs> racist. Oh yeah, you, you've told this story. Yeah, but it, I, I kept going to him a little longer than I should have <laughs> uh-huh. because he made me feel so good. And it turns out it was also a big insurance scam uh, on his part. He was like giving me all this stuff I didn't need, and then being like, like what Vicodin and stuff. No, no, no. He gave me like the most. <laughs> he, got, he got me hooked on painkillers. He gave me the most elaborate heating pad I've ever seen. Like mm. you're supposed to like fill it up with water and stuff. I've well, never that's used it. Not that what? elaborate. That's a heating pad. Well, he charged my insurance company like seven hundred dollars wow. for it. And then this other thing where like he's like, just put these electrodes on you, and this thing will shock you or something. Yeah. Which like. 
And he's like, don't turn it up past here. I was like, then if it's dangerous, don't give it to me because I'm not going to I'm not paying attention to what you're saying. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I was going to talk about, Tim. I got one of those things. Really? With the electrodes that shock you. Oh, God. They're great. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, paid my former Employer. chiropractor okay. uh, like $2,300 for mine. Oh, I got mine on uh, on Amazon for like 30 bucks. Oh, wow. It's great. Well, apparently mine had a dangerous level, Tom. Mine, I think, has a dangerous level, too, mm. uh, which I flirt with uh, just because, you know, feels pretty good. Those things um, are weird, though. They make your, your muscles do uh, involuntary things. Yeah, like... Uh, like kill. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Tim, I, I turned it up too high, and it made all my muscles go in uh, such an order that I... Uh, Who'd you kill, Tom? I, I don't know. A, 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 a foreign dignitary. No jury will convict you, Tom. <laughs> right. Cause, You'd uh, be like, back pain. Yeah. Electrodes. Yeah, Amazon.com. The, the electrodes uh, made, uh, made the muscles go in this order. Um, Do you, are you at all concerned that you're not putting it in the right place? Um, well, it says in the instructions not to put it by your heart or your privates. See, but <laughs> if you're putting it on your back, uh-huh. that's near your heart. No, it's not. Tom, your heart isn't just like in the front. Like it, your body, yeah. like it's inside between your chest yeah, and your back. Yeah, but there's there's more- uh, Muscle? Yeah, there's more muscle in your back. It's not, not me. It. I have tremendous pecs. <laughs> <laughs> Very well-toned pecs, Tom. Um- well, and I think it's, uh, they wouldn't, well, this is always what I think about things that are dangerous. Like, they wouldn't sell it if it could hurt you. Um, not true. Every Everything <laughs> everything not only can hurt you, it's designed to kill you. Well, or it's designed to make you sick, right? <laughs> uh, they sell you, the, they sell you. Oh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh-huh. they get you sick and then they sell you the, the cure. Um, but yeah, this thing's pretty great. Uh, it does like three different... Um, uh, I guess like a uh, pulse styles. Are you afraid to do this when you're alone in your home? No, so I'm not a, a sissy, Tim. Well, I am. <laughs> I'm not afraid to use a medical device that I don't have any training for on myself. Um, can you do it? Is it like a dial where like yeah, you, can you can gradually turn up the intensity? Mm-hmm. Oh man! So you I do can change the speed. Mm, that seems like a massage chair to me, Tom. Is this a massage? But it's chair? electrodes. And you just bought this. Uh, a, a medical professional did not give this to you. No, but Tim, Dangerous. you could put it on. Uh, you could probably put it on your pecs and then get huge pecs. Yeah, that's true. Work out your pecs without you having to do anything. But that's too close to your heart, Tom. Yeah, put them on your abs. I've been giving a lot of thought about becoming a muscle man lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would I mean? A, a professional strong man. If. I, I saw this. Do you remember the show Step by Step? Mm-hmm. You know Cody, the yeah, he the lived in the van, cousin, right? Yeah, and uh, he what's had... his deal? You know, parents or something? Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> they were hoping to Urkel him. Yeah, they were like, we're gonna bring in a dim-witted surfer dude to yeah. liven things up, and people actually kind of took to it for a minute. He's a muscle man now, Tom. No, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it in a BuzzFeed. Where are they now? Your TGIF heroes, um, but. Uh, to me, it's too late for you to get into the muscle man game. Well, what do you consider the muscle man game? Uh, getting muscles. <laughs> okay. No, being a good... Look, Tom, you and neither of us has ever been in good shape, right? Like, yeah, we've been no, in fine shape, but yeah, not... Yeah. Like, 
I don't think there's a way that like, okay, I'm in my early or mid 30s. Now I'm really going to turn it on. Nope, never happens. No, you, it does happen sometimes. You get sometimes. weird like Al Roker head or something. <laughs> uh, well, when did uh, Cody from Step by Step decide to become a muscle man? Probably when he was 23. No. If he's, sti- he's still a muscle man to this yeah. day? I think you could be. You could bulk up. You could like take steroids and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. yeah, Godspeed. All right. Tom, mm-hmm. it's the holiday season. Yep. You know what that means. Yes. It's time for our Stephen King Christmas Spooktacular. We'll, I'll put that in later. I think... Uh, Famous Dracula writer Stephen King. Uh, that's not just Dracula. Dracula didn't write that song. No, but it's about him. That's Dracula's theme. Ah, yes. <laughs> Um, he comes out and goes, oh, hello, everybody. I think Stephen King is kind of a Christmas guy, right? What do you mean? I just think of the Shawshank Redemption as kind of a Christmas movie, right? Uh, why? Because when, uh, <clears throat> when Tim Robbins comes out, he's like Christ-like in his thing. Yeah, but it's raining, not thing. snowing. No, that's not what happened to Jesus. I guess... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that's a, that's a, maybe that came out around Christmas time. Cause I it think it's prestige. always on TV around yeah. Christmas. It's a it's story of redemption. TV. Yeah. Which uh, I guess isn't what the Christmas story is about. Like the, yeah. the first Christmas, because like, it's just about a baby being yeah, born. Yeah, a baby being born, getting the presents. Yeah. Getting frankincense. Myrrh. All the all the presents babies love. Mer, here, baby, take some of this stuff that nobody knows what it is. It's called mer. Um, I don't. Know. I'm trying to think if they're. Uh, well, The Shining. That's kind of a Christmas story. Yeah, sure. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. That was that movie. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, where uh, where he wanted a uh, what do you call that? BB gun. Yeah. Um, I only somewhat recently saw The Shining. What did you think? Uh, we you should know, Tom. Mm-hmm. It was a book before it was a movie, right? Did you read the book? No. You saw the movie. I did see the movie. The miniseries starring uh, uh, the, 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 the guy brother from Wings. From Wings? <laughs> no, yeah. not not the miniseries starring the guy from Wings. Okay. Um, no, the the one with uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. <laughs> uh, my favorite golfer turned. Turned actor, professional actor, yes. Um, that's a uh, that's a dark movie, huh? Yeah, I mean the the man uh, tries to kill his family. Yeah. Uh, um, spoiler. But th- that the idea of uh, uh, being in a um, like a big old hotel by yourself that's a fun idea, right? Yeah, I mean that. Did as you, long as there aren't ghosts and stuff. When you were, I mean, being isolated probably mm-hmm. like seems like a good idea. <laughs> But seemed I, like a good idea to him. He thought he was going to get his book done. Yeah, I think I would I would probably fare about the same way. <laughs> right? Because like I mean, I don't I I wouldn't bring a uh I don't know. I'd bring a, a lady and a child with me, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, that was his child and his wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot more sense yeah, now. You got to pay attention in the beginning. But um 
yeah, I don't know. It was an all right movie. I I don't think I really ever understood exactly what happened there, right? Well, I think it's kind of like, yeah, there's something going on, but it's also about a guy going crazy from the isolation. Sure, but then what is the thing at and the... His, and his nagging wife. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I mean, he is one of the most relatable characters <laughs> in cinema. Um, no, 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 no. What is uh, the the deal with the picture at the end then oh when he was there the whole time yeah because then it turns into like it's a loop of yeah. like i don't know look see i, think I don't that's even just, know that's like haunted stuff yeah see i don't know i don't know tom well did you read the book no i didn't read the book i don't know how to read <laughs> tom uh-huh. if you had to list your mm-hmm. favorite authors of all time mm-hmm. where would stephen king appear on that list oh i don't know i do like stephen king though uh, I'd say he'd crack top ten definitely. For yeah, me. yeah. Because like he's one of the few who authors who I've read multiple works yep. by. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you put Michael Crichton on that? <laughs> Above or below Stephen King? I was thinking about Michael Crichton the other day. Because uh, when I was like uh, like twelve, I read like every Michael Crichton book. So did I. Yeah. Even ones where, like, I, my parents should have been a little more vigilant yeah. on that one. You like ever Rising read, Sun? Yeah, yeah. I read Rising Sun in fifth grade. Yeah. And that that did more damage than any, like, R-rated movie could have. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't see Freddy Krueger movies, but you can read, like, this, like, this horrible, like, hey, the Japanese will destroy us yeah, all. And also, careful. like, graphic sex scenes with prostitutes. Yeah, that stuff. turn into murders. Yeah. Spoiler. And I never really understood what was going on in that book either. I, I like I was just like reading the words. Yeah. And then once in a while, like the P word would be there and I'd be like, oh my God. What? Uh, What's the P word? Uh you know. Pee pee? Pendulum. Oh. Um I just I remember too when that movie came out being very confused, like that's weird. They never mentioned that like one of these guys was like an old Scottish man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they kind of didn't explain that in the movie. They never explained why the main guy in The Shining was such a good golfer, <laughs> right? And it never came into play. You think he would have used a golf club to bang through the door? Yeah. Nope. Nope. An axe. Well, that's 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 just another. Example of them subverting your expectations. Way to go, Kubrick. Uh, anyway, yeah, we should probably get back to Stephen King. Yes. In case you don't know, guys, Stephen King uh, is an author. <laughs> You're reading that off your screen. <laughs> You're reading that off of Wikipedia. <laughs> Stephen King is an author. Yeah, of contemporary horror, supernatural fiction, suspense, science fiction, and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tom, did you? Uh, if anybody's going to read that fantasy BS, it's probably mm-hmm. you, right? Well, I've read what the first two books of The Dark Tower. Oh, thank you for bringing this up, Tom. Okay, I read the first three pages of the first <laughs> Dark Tower book, and I was just like, "Oh God, why are you doing this?" Well, the gunslinger uh, slowly makes his way across the desert. Shut up! <laughs> Come on, I want to see kids battle a clown. Well. That, yeah, I haven't gotten through, like I said, I got through two of the books, and 
Yeah, there were like seven or eight, but then he recently wrote another book that takes place in between, like book four and five. Um, now it just seems like the work of a crazy person. Well, right? I think it's been the work of a crazy person all along. It's been the work of somebody who's very prolific and can write like pretty quick saying, uh, but I like Lord of the, Lord of the Rings. Like, uh, why don't I take a crack at that? But I'll put myself in it. Well, I'll put like all my characters and myself at one point. Um, and he finished it after he got hit by a car because he thought he like he got scared that he almost died before it was done. Right. I don't know. And then he got he put his car accident into the yeah. He almost died in yeah. that car accident. Did you ever read his? Well, book? it wasn't a car accident. He got hit. Well, I mean, there was a car involved, but and like was he wasn't accident. in a car. He was just walking. Yeah. Um. Did you ever? Uh. This was in. 2000? No, 1999. Yes. Did you ever read his book on writing? Mm -hmm. It's called... uh, Uh, (laughs) Yeah, what is that book called? No, I I don't recall. It's on writing. But, uh, yeah, I think it's called About Writing. Mm -hmm. All all about writing. (laughs) All about writing. A book on writing. The the first half is like a biography, an autobiography kind of memoir kind of thing. And the second half, or the second third is like uh, kind of his version of the elements of style, right? But mm-hmm. also like, uh, this is my process. Yeah. And the last third is him describing in horrifically brutal detail mm-hmm. uh, the, the specifics of him getting hit by a car and almost dying, and then writing all about the man that hit him, mm-hmm. who had since passed away. Okay. Like, before the book was published, the guy that hit him in his car died. Yeah. Um, Unrelated, right? I think so. I think it might have been drugs or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, like, just, like, recounted all the past history of this guy that, like, all his previous offenses, why his license was... And I could understand him being pissed about it, but also it's like... The guy's dead. (laughs) The guy's dead. What do you want? You want all of us to uh, hate him forever? Fine, sure. Mm-hmm. Brian Edwin Smith, we don't like him. We're against him. <laughs> well, you're in luck because he's 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 six feet under. You don't have to worry about him anymore. Maybe he's in heck. Maybe he's in heaven. We'll never know. <laughs> um, uh, do you think at any point Stephen King was worried uh, that like uh, like he would uh, become reanimated? That maybe they'd accidentally bury him in a pet cemetery? Oh, I think he'd like that. He's a little bit of a sicko, right? Stephen King? Yeah. What do you mean? What, what, define sicko. Like, I don't know. His first, <laughs> like, one of the first published scenes was of, a, was of a young girl getting her period in the shower in front of everybody, and everybody's like, well, yes, let's make him the American author that we... Uh, <laughs> the new a, preeminent author. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's, uh, well, he writes a lot of horror stuff. He does. It's a real creep and a sicko. There's some stuff in like it mm-hmm. with uh, the kids. Yeah, like some weird stuff goes on between them. That was like when I was reading that in fourth grade. I was like, huh, huh. This is this is a the man who wrote this is probably a man that my parents would not let me <laughs> anywhere near. But of course, he's America's sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? That there was a teacher in our high school that went to school with him. No. Yeah. Uh, there Wait, Pennywise the Clown or no, Stephen no, King? No, no, not Stephen King. Okay. And um, I don't know what 
what the deal with that was, because this teacher claimed that he went to school with Stephen King, I guess, like up in Maine. And that everyone. By the way, <laughs> who chooses to live in Maine, especially when you got a million plus dollars? I mean, <laughs> a million plus dollars. I, I think, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Stephen King might be a millionaire. He might be. Or he's certainly on his way. Yeah. Um, These book deals, I know some of them. Uh, Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. uh, star of The Girls on uh, television. On home box office. Yeah, she not got. Television. Oh, it's not television. I'm sorry. She got an advance, I think, like uh, eight, $900 for wow. her, her book. <laughs> uh, I'm that type of girl. <laughs> um, sorry, our high school teacher went to school. Yeah. It's just who lives in Maine? Well, who wants to live in Maine? I don't know. Maine's nice. Have you ever been to Maine? Oh, it's really nice, but it's nice to. <laughs> well, you're gonna live there. That's like living in Why the shining. Why would you? because oh, it's a bunch of bunch of. Sorry, excuse me, Tom. It's a bunch of uh, wasteland. Yeah, but I don't know. Do they have like stores there? Yeah, they have but, stores. Besides LL Bean. Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, well, you have maybe to buy LL everything at LL Bean. You know where they've got enough. It's fine. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So this teacher, he he claimed that he went to school with them and that everyone was mean to Stephen King except for him, and that sure. they're still friends to this day because of that. Well, every every celebrity story I have, uh huh, I always like. <laughs> Is that everybody was mean to that? Celebrity or like I was the only one that knew what was going on, and that celebrity knew it, and like you know, like everybody mm-hmm. likes to paint themselves as. But are they? They were still friends. That's what this guy claimed. That like you know, him and his wife would go up and visit with Stephen King and his wife. You know, and they would summer together or something. Stephen King's entire family is writers, right? Yeah, like all his kids are writers. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read any Joe Hill? I haven't. It's good. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, he's got some good books. Tom, mm-hmm. we're gonna play a little game. Okay. You claim to have uh, read all of Stephen King's books? No, I haven't. Uh, have you read Carrie? No. See, you already lost the game. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Carrie, have you ever seen Carrie? Uh, that's Sex in the City. It, it was turned into Sex in the City, the right? The Carrie Diaries I'm talking about, Tom. Well, that's a prequel to... Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. that's what Stephen King wrote. Oh, okay, yeah. Then yeah. I, then I've seen all of them a few times. It's good, right? Mm-hmm. Salem's Lot. Nope. That's a that's a, a, a no, book of about stories a about heck, I think. <laughs> about a used car lot. Yeah, in Massachusetts. Okay. The Shining. Uh, haven't read it, but like I said, I saw the movie, and I think I did see part of that miniseries. What is that guy's name? I remember watching that. That was a, that was a big event. Stephen something. Stephen Weber. Yes. And it was a big <laughs> event on ABC. Yeah, and they were like, "Look, it's different. He's using uh, like a croquet mallet instead of yeah. uh, an axe." And I would like it's uh, the it's the way. See, the the Shining's like a very weird situation because. Stephen King has like publicly denounced that movie over and over, but that's one of the like most popular movies of the last fifty years. Yeah, it's because he's uh he's a creepazoid. He's like, oh, there's not enough uh weird stuff with kids in it. 
Uh, but you should have left in a scene where the the little boy's taking a bath and something <laughs> gross happens to him. That must be a weird uh, situation to be in, to have your work adapted, have the person completely change it, but then have everybody be like, what a genius. <laughs> because the Shining, the movie, is more well-known than the book. I mean, the, I, uh, it's in that like every movie is pretty much more well known because it's way easier to watch a movie than it is to read a book. Yeah, but but I feel like the Shining the movie. I don't think is anybody sh- saw the, sh- the saw the Shining and was like, ah, that was based on a book. You say like it's a Stephen well, King well, book. Everybody well, loves Stephen King. I'll say this: Shining the movie is more popular amongst movies than Shining the book is amongst books. Okay, but there's so many more books than movies, Tom. Yeah, but even still, even if you you put it out, if you're like, uh, like, all right, top, you know, AFI top 100 movies or whatever, Shining's going to be on there. If you're like the top 10,000 books, would The Shining be in there? 10,000 books? Yeah. Yeah. Ever written. Mm -hmm. You got the Bible. You have the Koran. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is in no particular order, Tom. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Are you going to name all 10,000 books? Well, I'm going to name the top 300. Okay. 10,000 we're going for? Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, it's what? Uh, the second Hunger Games? What was that? Catching Fire? Mm-hmm. Catching Fire's on the list. Um, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, the novelization. <laughs> which you're reading now. Which I'm currently reading. And then, I don't know. Pretty much every Stephen King book and every Michael Crichton book. And then that rounds out the top 10,000? Yeah, that's like 10,300 or something. Uh, that Stephen Weber adaptation was was not good, though. And what a, what a weird... I remember watching it and telling my parents, like, uh, no, I read an interview with Stephen King, and he says it's more faithful, faithful to the book, and I consider myself well-read, so I prefer this one. <laughs> I think my parents were just like, oh, we're, you're an we're, idiot. We're raising we're an raising idiot. a shitty kid. <laughs> oh, well, kid's because that be was blowhard his whole friggin' life. Isn't that it? was the marketing. The marketing campaign for that miniseries, I remember, was all about like, see the movie the way it was meant to be. You know, this is the faithful adaptation. But um, Stephen King must have tricked them because nobody wants. You can't be like, hey, that movie you love, um, check it out. Here's a better version of it um, that we ABC made yeah, <laughs> as a made-for-TV miniseries. It's going to be on network television in 1997. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It'll be great. It, and it will be better than, uh, you know, this R-raid movie made by an auteur. From the people that brought you The Langoliers. <sighs> Let's talk about The Langoliers for a minute. Let's talk about it, Tom. Uh, I saw that somewhat recently. That was on... TV. I think they tried to retcon it into like uh, the kind of sci-fi movie. You know how they make like Sharknado and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're trying to be like this was in that <laughs> genre where yeah, like it was crappy special effects and like I yeah, think they show was... it on like sci-fi now, right? Yeah. As like, oh yeah, you like Sharknado? This is also bad. And it was like. You made Sharknado to be bad. Yeah, and I and love Stephen King. Was, I feel like I've only said bad yeah. things about Stephen King. Well, love you said he's guy. one of your top ten on, authors. On writing is probably one of my favorite. Is probably my favorite book. Uh, and that's the sequel to about writing. That's the sequel to about writing, and everything about writing, all about <laughs> writing. Uh-huh. It's the trilogy. Everything about writing, all about writing, and the third one. And then what? Writing. What they don't? 
teach you in all about writing. Exactly. And then uh, w- what the uh, what the liberals at school are afraid <laughs> to tell you about writing is the fourth one. The fourth in the trilogy. Yes. And the last book they split into two books. Exactly. That's how trilogies work, mm-hmm. man, Tom. Uh, and eleven twenty two sixty three is probably my favorite book written uh, in the twenty first century. Yeah, I was gonna say that I think that's my favorite. Uh, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like non, book. it's a, it's a book. <laughs> Uh, my favorite like genre fiction book. Yeah, you see, like I also felt the need to qualify that. Yeah, but it's also like it's the most. What do you like? What do you like better? What yeah. do you like better in, in terms of book? Just something that will probably make you sound mm. smarter, right? Right. Yeah, but no, I'm just gonna say it. Like, it's not my favorite book of all time, mm-hmm. but like my favorite book of the 21st century. I'm not going to be like, oh, but I really like this uh... thing that I didn't read. Yeah, exactly. Or this <laughs> thing that like I read and was like, yeah. That I that felt like it was important. Mm-hmm. It was good. I got all the way through it. You know what I mean? It was no Beowulf. I feel like everybody needs to qualify liking Stephen King. It's like no, he's just good. He's mm-hmm. great. I mean, he does he does a lot of creepy stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does a lot of regrettable stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess that's the thing that he's put out, and uh, you know, he's said like some of the stuff he's put out. Is- complete crap yeah uh especially like when he's dealing with drugs and alcohol he's like neil young in that way yeah but he's just just putting out a bunch of of shit and i'll never stop till i die and you're gonna hear it all and uh i don't care if you like it yeah some of it will be terrible some of it will be the best stuff you've ever seen exactly so buckle in it's gonna be a wild ride Uh, me the king of kings that's what they call him right (laughs) the stephen king of kings yes um all right, I want to go back to it for a minute. Okay. Uh, I I actually somewhat recently saw it too, and actually it too the sequel to it. <laughs> no, it was uh eleven twenty two sixty three that made me watch it because there's a part in that book that relates to it. Yeah, there are mm-hmm. characters he goes from to, it. Uh, Derry. Yeah. Um. So it's like, oh, let me uh, let me watch uh, it, which was a made for TV miniseries but uh well partially well done right i, I mean i mean clown. i have seen it I, it scared the hell out of me when i was 12 yeah the spider at the end is weird yeah but um the clown is scary as anything still um pennywise pennywise well, tim curry that's tim curry yeah he's just scary in general yeah and then he put him in a clown uh makeup and uh sharp teeth and he goes everything down here floats then it's, that, yeah. <laughs> it's scary do you think this is going to be my question about it? Um, that about what St- Stephen King does not get enough credit for the current uh, everybody being afraid of clowns. Because um, it's it's because of it and John Wayne Gacy that everyone's afraid of clowns, right? Mm, no, I think a fear of clowns. I think you could find pictures of little kids because, like. Back in the 50s, Tom, mm-hmm. there was Bozo, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And then there was like every other clown. And if you ever see a picture of a clown from the 50s or before, that shit is terrifying. Well, is that where Stephen King got the idea then? Yeah, probably. He was like, I'm going to make a clown in the 50s. I think fear of clowns was around before. Yeah, but I mean, at least those two popularized it. 
John Wayne Gacy and uh, to you because that happened when you were when you were but I feel like for being afraid of no but I feel like years ago the popular notion was that clowns aren't scary that clowns are great but it was kind of talked about in hushed tones like in back rooms clowns like a little bit creepy isn't kind of scary people would be like yeah I've always thought that too but I've never said it out loud Tom I just feel like that but now everybody knows clowns are creepy. It's in the zeitgeist. No, I think like that's that's the equivalent of somebody now being like, yeah, you know, the forefathers of rock and roll, Buckcherry and uh, Puddle of Mud. It's like, no, that just happened to be the crappy rock bands that were out when you, uh, in, in the year 2003. Oh, well, you got to tell me about a creepier clown than uh, Pennywise or John Wayne Gacy. Well, I'm telling you, every clown in the 50s murdered people except for (laughs) Bozo. And Bozo, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? He probably, look at him. And Clarabelle. What was Clarabelle? He was on Howdy Doody. uh, The man that was Clarabelle uh, later on went to be uh, Captain Kangaroo. Wow. Uh, really makes you think. And Captain Kangaroo lived in our hometown. He did. I wrote him a letter once when I was uh, four years old. Yeah. And I wanted him to come uh, uh, be in a puppet show I was doing for no audience. <laughs> well, that's the... And this guy, Bob Keeshan, was just like, he wrote me back and he was like, sorry, Tim. Fuck uh, off. I can't. I, I'm too busy. It's like, yeah, your show's off the air, dick. You live like <laughs> you live half a mile from me. Your show's off the air. Uh, um, and, I know you like puppet shows. Yeah, I know you. you I'm trying to throw you a bone here. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to make you relevant again. Uh-huh. And uh, he said no. And then he uh, he sent me an autographed picture of mm-hmm. him. And I was so mad at him. I drew a mustache. I drew a goatee on him, even though he had a beard anyway. Or he uh-huh. had a mustache. I drew a beard. And I put X's over his eyes. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. He was dead to me. If I were Nobody says no. <laughs> if I were your parents and I found that, I'd be like, Oh, well, it's time to send Tim away. Funny story. <laughs> uh-huh. They were like having a dinner party or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, Timmy just uh asked uh <laughs> Captain Kangaroo to come be in one of his shows. He had to decline, but he sent him Tim. Jimmy, sure. go get him the picture. And I brought it, and he had X's over his eyes, yeah, and he had like devil yeah, exactly. And there, I, 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 I remember my parents being like, "Why did you do that, Tim?" And I was like, "I don't know. He turned me down. I'm not, I'm not going to remain loyal to a, to a man that uh, is too good for my production. He's uh, dead to me." I remember my parents always telling me when we drive past Captain Kangaroo's house, like, oh, that's where Captain Kangaroo lives. And me always thinking, who gives a shit? I don't know who Captain Kangaroo is. All I knew... Because he wasn't on the air when we were kids anymore. No, all I knew is that, like, once in a while, a bunch of ping pong balls would come down. No, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Tom, it's a good gag. (laughs) We should do that more often on this show. (laughs) Right. Really scare the hell out of your dog. Yeah, well, you do a good enough job by meowing at her. Tom, she likes that. She doesn't like it. She likes it. She's a. She thinks you're uh, a big cat. She thinks you're a tiger or something. Exactly. Well, maybe it'll make her less afraid of things. Well, she's not afraid of cats. Well, then why does she? When uh, when a man comes in and pretends to be a cat, Mm -hmm. a cat in man's clothing. That's what she's afraid of. She might think you're a bunch of cats, you know, underneath a, like a trench coat. Because of the whiskers? Because of the whiskers and the meowing. Yeah, well, you can't change me. 
hey Tom, here's something, uh-huh. and I like Stephen King. <laughs> you have to. You keep saying that throughout this episode. His uh, his book in the writing trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, all about writing, mm-hmm. about writing, on writing, on writing, and then and what those liberals don't in school tell don't tell you about writing. Right. Um, in the book, I think it's. On writing, the right. third in the trilogy, uh-huh. one, one, of the, the one of the lesser known. Right, he talks about like if you want to be a writer, you just need discipline. Throw out your TV, mm-hmm. that stuff right rots your brain. Mm-hmm. Like it's garbage anyway. Just devote yourself to this. You need to do this all the time, and like you'll get sucked into that. And then the guy for ten years afterwards writes a TV column in Entertainment Weekly. And he's always uh, talking about, uh, uh, you know, like all the... He watches all the shows. I was like, eh, I guess I've heard of that show. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, that was in my notes, too, because uh, I follow him on Twitter. He's always talking about TV shows. Yeah. All that guy does is watch TV. Yeah, and in his book, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. You wouldn't believe what he says about television. Well, and it's also... I, I feel like a lot of TV shows, uh, he doesn't talk about until because he doesn't tweet a lot he's not a a prolific tweeter no he's he's like uh the perfect example of like an older person on twitter Mm -hmm. who's like almost gets it (laughs) but does not it will still be like um i will uh tweet a single thought Mm -hmm. over like six different tweets yeah sometimes i don't know Look, it's fine. Well, I mean, hey, that guy, his books. Normally, you can uh, you can prop uh, your bed up on them. They're so big. If you want to have a hot, ha- if tall you want to have a tall yeah. bed. So imagine that guy trying to get it down to 140 characters. He's sitting there sweating. Thanks. Uh... Prop your bed up on them. <laughs> it's, it's nothing that. Uh, it's not a real phrase, Tom. Um. So, uh, but he he tweets. Uh, I've seen at least like two tweets this past week. He'll be like, hey, this week's Suburgatory is really good. It's like, you were watching Suburgatory? What is that? What is that? Well, That's a show that I'm barely aware even he exists. He tweets about, because uh, he tweeted about uh, Grace Point, the, the U.S. version of Broadchurch, and Sons of Anarchy, which both had their like finales. And just like, I've never seen him tweet about either of these things, but then he like gave a thought on the finale. It's like, oh, so you watched every episode of these things. Yeah. Um, and what was the other? Oh, he talks about Arrow sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Something we have in common. He was a big Lost fan, right? Or Lost was a big fan of his or something? Uh, it was like kind of mutual. Yeah. But then I think when he started realizing. That like, they wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like, My stories like, have endings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he kind of distanced himself a little bit there. Um, my favorite Stephen King book, Tim, is, uh. Uh, the one he wrote uh, about the haunted Kindle. Do you remember that? Was that to like launch? It was Ur. Ur. It was called You Are. Yeah. It was. I think it was like the second generation Kindle, like the Kindle that wasn't like four hundred dollars. So it was like kind of the first mass market Kindle, right? And uh, they must have been like, "Hey, Stephen King, you want to write a a thing for Kindle?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll have something for you this afternoon." Yeah. And it was about a haunted Kindle, and the Kindle was pink. Yeah. That's how you knew it was haunted. It, due to a minor mistake in his credit card number, he sent a pink Kindle 
even mm-hmm. though at the time candles were always white. Mm-hmm. Slowly he realizes this edition was meant for another Wesley Smith in a parallel universe. Yeah. Oh, brother. Look, that's <laughs> fine, and I'm sure it was... Boy, talk about Amazon shipping mistakes. Oh, I see, Tom. Man, did, this one ended up in the wrong universe. Did you read it? Yeah, it was short. It was 61 pages, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It wasn't bad. Okay. What happens in it? Uh, the Kindle, I think, tells him the future. Oh, I always like stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, uh, you can get news on the Kindle, like you can get newspapers, but he would get newspaper. I don't, maybe it was wasn't. Was it like early edition? It was kind of like Coach CBS's Taylor? early edition. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I feel like maybe it wasn't the future. Maybe it was what was happening in a different universe. Yeah, parallel universe. Yeah. No. I don't care. This This doesn't seem... It wasn't bad. Yeah, it seems fine. I'm going to reread it. Okay. Um, my, what do you think of, uh, Richard Bachman? I was going to bring up Richard Bachman, Tim. Founder of Bachman Turner. <laughs> right. Um, Richard Bachman wrote, uh, Running Man, which is a great Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that you probably haven't seen either. I have not seen the, oh, I've seen part of it, but here's the thing. I really, really like the story, The Running Man. Yeah. I haven't read the book, which I'm surprised because I that's one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Here's the thing. I read that book mm-hmm. when I was young, mm-hmm. and then I went to watch that movie excited about it. It bears absolutely no resemblance to the story of the same name. So it might be a great movie, uh-huh. but it... The fact that they call it the Running Man uh-huh. must have been just a coincidence. And then after, and like somebody at Stephen King's publishing house was like, "Oh, this has the same name." And then like somebody at whatever movie studio produced that movie <laughs> didn't know that it wasn't based on that book because they have nothing to do with one another. Is Richard Dawson in the book? Richard Dawson is in every one of Stephen King's books, Tom. You know that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, what's different about the book than the movie, Tim? The movie is set in like some like weird Thunderdome thing, right? Well, it's a future, um, and, uh, I think it like massive earthquakes have like destroyed California. I'm I'm, I'm asking for the quick version of it, Tom. Massive earthquakes have destroyed California. There's not enough food to go around. Uh, it's a dystopian future and, uh, for entertainment, Prisoners are put on this like American Gladiator style show where um, they get basically like executed by American Gladiators for everybody's amusement, which is kind of weird because that movie came out before American Gladiators. Some uh, me thinks uh, they had an idea. <laughs> yeah. The... Do you think that American Gladiators, the TV show, is like a perversion of Running an Man? existing perversion of a Stephen King story? Should Stephen King be getting royalties from Nitro? From Nitro. I don't know. From Blaze at the very least. <laughs> yeah. No, the book The Running Man mm-hmm. is it's still like a dystopian future, but like uh they send you off into the world. Right. And everybody is hunting you down. Right. For like uh a prize. For a prize. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those Hunger Games situations where they're like cameras filming yeah. you, but like following you, but not mm-hmm. really. But, um, and it's not Arnold. It's like, uh, 
it's just a regular guy. But see, this is what you don't understand about Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tim, which could fill a fucking library, to be honest. Uh, I'm happy to admit that, Tom. Um, and kind of the amazing... <laughs> I, what I don't know about Arnold Schwarzenegger, you could prop up your bed with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you could fill the Arnold Schwarzenegger gubernatorial library. Um, he... The amazing thing is, in pretty much every movie, he's supposed to be a normal guy. Yeah. It's not addressed that he has a thick Austrian accent or that he's the biggest muscle man you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, a hulking super beast. He's always just a right. I mean, in um, uh, uh, Total Recall, he's a construction worker, but he's just like a normal construction worker. Yeah. Uh, See, I, this is why I'm not on board, Tom. We're not going to make this... I mean, in The Running Man, he's at least supposed to be like an army guy. Yeah, I mean, he's not. Same thing in Predator. He's an army guy. I don't care, Tom. And in Commando, he's an army guy. He's a commando. What about this? What about in Kindergarten Cop? He's a cop. He's a kindergarten cop, Tom. (laughs) Um, Partial credit. So uh, the main character in Running Man, the book, he's just a regular guy? Yeah. What did he do to get on The Running Man then? Uh, He was doing it for money. Mm. So they don't have prisoners do it. I don't believe so. Okay. So basically, it's fine in the. the I mean, the they're kind of out. Great. They're kind of out in the real world. No, but they don't have like, uh, like it's supposed to be like everybody's doing it for money. Like, right. People on the street are supposed to find him and yeah. bring him in. I guess in the movie, people could, but it's like you wouldn't even try. Yeah, well, it's there just, aren't that many people around. It's like a desolate. I remember waste being world. like twelve years old and trying to watch that movie and being like, "This is garbage compared to the book." What does the book have? So many amazing um, uh, uh, one-liners. Uh, I don't like recall. when he cuts a guy in half with a chainsaw, and then when somebody later says, uh, "What happened to him?" And he said, oh, "He had to split." I get it. Did somebody did they then, use a you, I mean, don't lose like, your head? You see, I I cut them in half with the chainsaw. Oh, he says that. Yeah. Huh. They're like, oh my god, that's horrific. Really? Uh, that must have really been, on the nose. Yeah, like oh my, and you're just casually making a joke about it that that didn't affect you. That you you chopped a man who is alive in half with a chainsaw. Did he go up? Yeah, he down. went up through the crotch. Okay, yeah, that's what you got to do. Otherwise, yeah. who knows? Yeah. The, you need the, a real the, steady hand otherwise. <laughs> or like a little guide notch in the guy's head. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Which and, only babies have that. Right. And uh, and also, it was a surprisingly bloodless affair. Right. Like, if you cut someone in half with a chainsaw in real life, it would look like you went diving into a pool of blood, right? You would be covered in blood. Sure. Tim, you used to work in a meat market. Uh, a chainsaw. When you chop things with a chainsaw, blood goes everywhere, well, when right? when they would bring in a live cow mm-hmm. and they'd hand me a chainsaw. <laughs> Get back there, Timmy Meatballs. Yeah. And I'd, uh, chainsaw yeah. that, that cow up. Yeah, I had to wear a full um, like rain suit. An yeah. adorable. I was like the the kid on the Morton Salt thing. <laughs> Is that a kid in a rain suit? Yeah, sure. Sure. That's what they, they dressed me up like that. And they were like, go be adorable, Timmy Meatballs. Go cut up this cow. Cut this live cow. Yeah. Oh, God. Probably not the best way to get good cuts of meat. I was pretty good at it, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. We were like, oh, this flame and yawn, it's all just you know, ripped to shreds. No, 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 Tom. I did, I, did delicate I, I, I won't sit here and uh, have you 
Uh, Telltale's out of school. All right. Uh, Legitimately angry now. Well, I'm going to have to read. What other books did Richard Bachman write? He wrote... And uh, Richard Bachman was a pen name for Stephen King. Funny coincidence, since we're talking about Richard Bachman. Right. Um, He wrote The Running Man. Mm -hmm. He wrote Road Work, which I never... All right. Can I tell you something, Tom? What? They uh, released a... A collection called the Bachman Books. The Richard Bachman Overdrive Collection. Right. And it had The Long Walk, All right. which was pretty good. It had. They um, made a movie out of that, right? I think so. Uh, it had The Running Man. They did, They made a movie out of that with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it had Rage. Okay. And I think that was it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the complete Bachman Books. It was uh, partial. It was called the Partial Bachman Books. <laughs> okay. Rage was about a school shooting, mm -hmm. um, so he's let that go out of print. Yeah, and because uh, and uh, well, Running Man ends with uh, him flying a plane into a building. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, that they... I don't remember what happens in the Long Walk. <laughs> Something else. But I'm sure if you go back and read it, if, if I can find my copy of it, mm -hmm. it's something that either has happened or will happen that we should be very afraid of. Hmm. So you're saying he he had maybe he got one of these Kindles with uh, that tells him the future, right? So he kept writing books as Richard Bachman, even after he was outed, right? Which mm -hmm. to me seemed foolish, right? Because I understand the uh, like he wrote thinner mm -hmm. as Richard Bachman. That's about a gypsy curse. Yeah, and it was just bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I didn't like it. And I think that was after he was outed, no? Maybe not. No, no, no. There was one in 1996. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, uh, The Regulators. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like that well, was just cover for him to be like... Because I understand why uh, a very popular mm -hmm. uh, author at mm -hmm. the time will be like, uh, my, um, it's, uh, I'm it's being an echo judged chamber. as it's, it's a, yeah. It's like it's a it's a it's a world of yes men here. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who to trust. Who to right? right? It's the same uh, reason why uh, Chris Gaines mm -hmm. came on the scene <laughs> when Garth Brooks just got too big. Yep. Uh. So. Uh. But uh, I don't know. It just seems like. He could cover that well, up and be like, well, this wasn't very good. Um, it's put it out as Bachman and be like, oh, the return. Richard Bachman has risen from the dead. It's kind of weird because in my uh, knowledge, most people who write under a pen name, it's because they're writing under a different genre. And they want they don't want people to come into it thinking like, uh, I think he just wanted people to come in with no preconceived notions. Right, but he wrote very similar books to what he was yeah, writing. Yeah, but still, that's fine. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. To, uh, not think... a weird thing. It's just, it, like I said, uh, all the people that I'm thinking of that have pen names, it's like, well, I don't want somebody to accidentally buy uh, this book thinking, you know, J.K. Rowling thinking like, oh, this book's going to be about wizards again. When it's not, it's, you know, a detective story. Yeah, but I don't think he was doing that. I think he was doing that because he thought that, uh, like, there was too much hype around a new Stephen King book. Yeah. And he just wanted to write for the pureness of the writing without uh, having to deal with all the bullshit, all the preconceived baggage that comes up. Like, it's like this podcast, Tom. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. And we get so much attention 
that I'll go off and I... Can I announce this on the show? Uh, sure. I'll burst the bubble here. I use my pen name Ira Glass mm-hmm. and uh, do another show that flies a little more under the radar than this one. But in um, its own right has done pretty well. Exactly. So, um, And you can proudly say not off the back of this show. Exactly. Like I built that from the ground up and mm-hmm. that is what it is and it's something different. Now I wonder what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, now it's probably going to rocket up there. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. can I say this? What? That we'll say do? it, and then I'll decide if you can say it okay. or not. Well, you do another show under the the pseudonym Sarah Canid, Canig, Canid. <laughs> it's called uh, Sorile. Sorile, yeah. Sorile. Tom, mm-hmm. do you have anything else about uh, Stephen King? Um. Really great that you're doing this. No, I never read The Stand. I just wanted to say that I never read The Stand either. We should read it together uh, out Complete loud. Guide Book Club. Um, they're making it into a movie again, and they are splitting it into two. I don't care. I really don't care. Wait, they're making it mm-hmm. or The Stand? It and The Stand. They're making I. But it, they're splitting into two. I don't care. Just telling you. I think once you make a movie of something, especially mm-hmm. if it's if it's if anybody knew it existed, just stop making movies about it, right? We'll probably get like a CGI clown in there, though. Oh God, who who should play the clown? I say get Tim Curry again. Let's say Tim Curry's like no, I'm I, not I'm, available. Yeah, Tim Curry's not available. Who do you get to play Pennywise? <sighs> I don't know. Benedict Cumberbatch? No. I bet he'd do a pretty good job. He's creepy. He's got like a weird, he walks with a weird gait. He's just lanky. He's weird looking though. Yeah, but he's still like handsome. You're saying Tim Curry wasn't handsome? No, but Tim Curry doesn't, uh, I don't know. Tim Curry was just such a good choice. Tim Curry got lost in that role. You know? You don't see Tim Curry when you see Pennywise the Clown. You see Pennywise the Clown. So who... Everything down here floats. Oh, so you just have to get what's-his-face. It all floats. Uh, Lincoln. What's his name? Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Okay. (laughs) Tim and Tom solve your problems? Sure. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. This is a segment where uh, me, Tim, and uh, Tom uh, solve your problems. Think you're a big man, Tom? (laughs) What do you mean? Why were you talking like that? That wasn't me. That was you talking like that, mocking me. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Why'd you say that part twice? I didn't. Mm-hmm. You did once in a funny voice, and then you say it again in a normal voice. What's the problem, Tim? Hey, Tim, what's the problem? This one comes from Matthew. 
Hi, hello, Tim and Tom. My name is Matthew, and I'm struggling with the question, what am I supposed to do for the rest of my life? <laughs> That's I, a big question. I just graduated high school. Shut up, Tom. I'm reading. <laughs> I just graduated high school, and all throughout, it, I found I was good at mathematics, so I just decided that I would become an engineer. But eventually, I grew this side of thought that I didn't want to do anything with building on top of the American society because it disgusts me to think that we have built this world into a massive concrete jungle. Wow. New York that that got heavy quick. New York City alone uses enough water in one day to make five Empire State buildings from water, and they'll need three oil rigs running 24-7 just to fulfill their need for oil. I would, I would like to become a member or employee of an organization or institution that has an overall goal of bettering the world's natural environment and human society. My problem is that I want to go to college for multiple different majors. I narrowed them down to philosophy, geography, and environmental science. But what is the way, best way to go about studying all of the, those, those majors? Obviously, I couldn't triple major. If only education was more simple and less expensive, then I wouldn't worry about spending 10 years of my life in school. I hope you two can give me some advice. Thank you for your wonderful podcast. The two of you are wonderfully hilarious, and I enjoy listening. Sincerely, Matthew. I'm just thinking about uh, what he should do is make uh, one of these Empire State buildings out of water that he's talking about. Yeah. Go swimming. Make a, he's talking about... <laughs> well, you can freeze some of them. Freeze one of them. Sell it. <laughs> sell it. <laughs> sell, like, sell it somewhere hot. Matthew's got moxie. I think he should come work for us. In our environmental science division? No, as an unpaid intern. He'll get us coffees. <laughs> You can be an engineer and do good things. Yeah, this kid, uh, I just want to, uh, this kid's got a good head on his shoulders mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of promise and uh, take it from- uh, You don't know. Maybe he's an idiot. Maybe he, maybe he can't even do long division. He said he's good at mathematics. Yeah, but you're going to take his word for it? Yeah, probably. Did he send any of his test scores? Oh, no. Matthew, send along your test scores. Well, send along your tests and we'll grade them. Yeah. We'll decide. Tim will run through the scantron that we have here. Just do whatever you want. It's it fine. Would... We're all going to die soon anyway, right? <laughs> World War Three is happening. But by now, it might have already started. Yeah. Russia, North Korea, all this stuff is going nuts right now. Um, do what you feel. Don't even go to school. Find a lady. <laughs> Kiss her on the mouth. And everything else will figure itself out? I think out. everybody, if all, if everybody just got together... And kissed each other on the mouth. That'd be a pretty good way to go out. Yeah, but I'd... thanks a lot, Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, and oh, James Franco just gets a pass on this one. Yeah, <laughs> Seth Rogen wrote and directed it as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. I was gonna say something about engineering. Don't go for philosophy. Yeah, don't do that. Because you can just read those books on your own. Yeah, and it's just gonna be some blowhard telling you what to do. You're not gonna be like. Uh, like, if you go for environmental science, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that anybody who majored in philosophy wasted their money. I mean, you are, but no, I'm you're just too saying cowardly to say. If it. you had to prioritize something, mm -hmm. if you're looking so for people, actionable so, items. So people who major in philosophy, they did it because they weren't good at anything else, is what you're saying. They had no other options. I think options. you're putting words in my mouth. I don't think so. This Tim. whole segment, Tom, <laughs> has really not gone the way that I, I had envisioned um, I think you're being tremendously disrespectful. Mm -hmm. um, we're supposed to support each other. 
Well, what are you going to do about it, cry? Thinking I might slit your fucking throat, Tom. <laughs> um, no, Tom, I'm serious. Well, oh, just like uh, Captain Kangaroo, huh? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hell, why don't you go uh, ask Bob Keeshan uh, how that worked <laughs> out for him? Oh, what's that? He's dead now. <laughs> Tim, are you are you alluding to the to the notion that you killed Captain Kangaroo? Look, I'm not saying anything. You did die under suspicious circumstances at like 88 years old. <laughs> Um, that well, little Tim, girl in Firestarter, Tom. Yeah, she could start fires with her mind. Okay, and when I was a little boy, maybe I could do the same. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't I, die in a fire. I don't know. I, don't I think, think he died because he was like 160 yeah, years old. Yeah. Well, this is all making me think twice about giving you uh, the autographed eight by ten glossy for Christmas now, Tim. Uh, from Matt, me, Matthew. Uh, go to school for whatever you want to, and, and stop, uh, look, the weight of the world is not on your shoulders, man. You can, uh, you're not, look, it's great that you care about this stuff, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it's not, you're not going in it alone. So, like, you don't have to, uh, try to solve all the problems yourself. Find your, your own little corner of the world, uh, your one little problem, and chip away at that, right? Well, I would say, uh... Yeah, I would say if you're good at engineering, still do that. But then, like, uh, you know, you can be an engineer for, like, uh, the Peace Corps or something. Yeah. You can do... Uh, or, like, drive a train to wherever they, they need it most, right? Drive <laughs> a train full of water. Right? Yep. It's waiting for the engineering joke. It made, it made you laugh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. Come work for us. Be our, be our intern. Yeah. that I mean, that's okay. probably the best way to help the world. There are, there are not two people in this world who have made uh, worse decisions than us. But like, <laughs> if you want us to tell you what you should do with your life, yeah, sure. Uh, write in. Completeguideeverything at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website, tcgt.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal Tim. And Facebook.com slash Complete Guide is another place you can go. And uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters, TCGT.com slash Pledge. Uh, we're live streaming this show right now. Hello, people. To people who pledge. They're seeing it before everybody else. They're getting this breaking news as it's happening. Exactly. Um, Tom. All these people canceled their uh, their their cable because they're like, why do I need it? Well, we were talking about some things off mic, Tom. Yeah. I don't think the listeners know what well, we're talking about. Well, maybe they should subscribe and they'd know. It's true. Uh, we're going to we're gonna unveil our new levels, right? Oh, our yeah, 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 yeah. okay. You, you want to announce what the levels are? Should we do it? Yeah. Uh, should I? T- All right, for the $5 a month mm-hmm. or more, you're on the, uh, the cheeseburger level. You're a cheeseburger. Uh, for ten dollars or more a month, you're a big macker. Mm-hmm. And uh, for uh, thirty dollars or more a month, you are a uh, arch deluxer. Yeah, you're the one for adults. Yeah. So uh, the big mackers and the arch deluxers right now mm-hmm. are enjoying uh, a live video stream of us doing this. And there's a dog mm-hmm. that I'm not sure people can. see. I think people can see the dog. Hey, Ginger, come up here. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> you keep talking. Dude. Is there anything else we have to plug? I think that was it, Tim. All right. Um, guys, thanks for listening. And um, 
In case you were wondering, I really actually did get angry with Tom when he was doing that high-pitched voice before. So <laughs> this might be the last show I do. Maybe I'll do one more, round out the year, and then I'm done with this show forever. Yeah, that's probably good. People are probably uh, rejoicing. Yeah, sure. And then, Tom, uh, you can uh, go ahead and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Maybe I will. See you next week. Nobody likes you. <laughs>